Here it is, right here. Right, ready? No, I can't play trumpet. I don't know what to do. Alright, so <laughs> had a blast making that video. Andrew, thank you so much for helping me with that. Um, so that's the game. Has anyone ever played that game before? No? Yeah, there we go. One person, there we go. So, what? Got a kiddie pool, beats the trumpet. Um, so yeah, part of that game, the whole idea of that game was you have something and you're trying to trade up for it. And it really didn't work out the way I wanted to because I wanted to get something cooler, except I just kept getting like food and stuff. But um, so I had this thing. There's a couple items, though, I didn't want to let go of. Um, the Dr. Pepper thing, because that's just so valuable to Doug. I didn't want to trade that away. And I didn't want to trade away the stupid trumpet. And um, But that's... That kind of reminded me of something. The reason why I want to talk about this is because in our lives, we have things that we don't want to give up. We have sin, we have struggles, we have different things going on in our lives that we just are comfortable with, we're, we're okay with. We'll, we'll, we don't like to deal with it, we don't like to talk about it, and we don't know what's really actually truly offered to us on the other side when we do give it up. Some of us today in this room, we're really, really, really struggling with pornography, and that's just consuming you. And honestly, you, you're at the point right now where you just want to give up. You'd rather just call it quits. Some of you guys are really struggling with lust. Some of you guys buy into this idea of the world is selling you that sex is good and you can do whatever you want, but you forget about the person who created it and you just do whatever you want with that. Some of you guys really struggle with pride, um, dis- discouragement. Some of you guys, honestly, depression is just... All that you, it's consuming you, and you're struggling with that, and you're at the point, you're just giving up. You're okay with it. You're settling with it. You don't want to give it away. It's a thing, and, and you're dealing with it constantly, but you just rather settle with it rather than just give it up. And you don't know what's on the other side. We're talking about tonight just pretty much surrendering. And so some of you guys have this idea that the party life is the life. Like, you can't wait till you get older, until you're 21, you get to go to clubs, you get to go do this, you see it working for everyone else, and you just can't wait to do that. And that's the idea that you guys are holding on to when you know deep down inside it's wrong. Some of you guys just love stuff, materialistic stuff. Some, some of you guys are really striving to please everybody, trying to get liked by everybody, or maybe this one person or a group of people, and you're struggling with that, your whole value and your whole worth and meaning and purpose is based upon other, what other people are saying about you. So maybe that's what the struggle, that's the thing that you have today. So what is it for you? But I'll tell you mine, because I think it's legit that um, people can come up here and just be real and I like it when people are real and because it makes you see that, hey, you're str- like I'm struggling too. Um, I, I'm really, I, I just love to try to please everybody. Like that's my thing. And that's what I always strive for. I try to make sure that everyone's good, that everyone notices me sometimes. And, and I really struggle with that. And that's a daily struggle that I have to work through. And so what's the things that are holding you back? And some of you guys realize that it's bad. Tonight. Some of you guys realize that your pornography and your, your lust or your addiction or whatever is really bad and it's killing you. It's going to kill your marriage. You know that, but you're struggling with it tonight and you don't know how to get rid of that. And I'm going to give you some answers in a little bit. Some of you guys don't even care. Just blow it off. This thing that's haunting you, that's killing you, your addiction, struggle, whatever it is, it's killing you. 
and you don't even care. And some of you guys think you're fine tonight, that you're good, you don't need this message, or you don't need another message, or you don't need to go to church. And I just want to say that we're all in the same boat, me included, that we have things that we're struggling with. And, um, and if you, you're, you're today, like, not thinking of things that you need to surrender up to God, I just want to, I, I want to do what I, something that I did in, when I was in your guys' age, that I, um, one time this pastor was like, yo, if you want to get close to God, you just ask God to reveal some things. And I, back then, I was like, no, I'm good, man. I, I don't need anything. Like, I don't, I don't need, like, I'm good. Me and God are tight. And I was like, you know what? Just to prove him wrong, I'm going to pray to God, and let's see what happens. So I'm like, but I was serious about this. So I was like, God, please, um, can you just, like, is there anything between us? And then all of a sudden, this, that, this, that. God, not out of anger or disappointment, just letting me know that, that convicting, convicting the sin in my life, saying that, Aunt, remember that porn you watched last night? Yeah, what about that? You haven't repented over that. You haven't turned back from that. Oh, what about, what about that time you were really disrespectful to your parents? Oh, what about that time you were, you were gossiping behind somebody's back and you don't realize if that person heard what you were saying about them, that would destroy that relationship? What about that? And all of a sudden, God revealed stuff to me. So if, you're, if you think you're good, if you don't think you need this message today, ask God. What are some things in your life that you need to surrender? Some of you guys, it's a relationship. That you're an ideal, like that, that is just consuming you. It's an idol in your life. Some of you guys are in a bad relationship, and you know it. That's my story, man. In high school, growing up, I wanted to be in this relationship, but my parents said no, so I did everything that I can so I could be in that relationship. And I'm just telling you, on the other side, it didn't work out. Not worth it. But that was the thing that I had. That was the thing I needed to surrender when I was your age. Is that you? Tonight? I don't know what your thing is, but you can ask God. You can ask God, and he'll reveal it. C.S. Lewis once said that it would seem that our God not, finds not our desires too strong, but rather too weak. We are half-hearted creatures fooling around with drink, sex, ambition, when infinite joy is offered to us. Like an ignorant child wants to go on making mud pies in a slum because he cannot imagine what's offered to him at the holiday at a sea. We are far too easily pleased. And some of you guys, you're just enjoying life, comfortable with your Christianity, your mediocre Christianity, not really going all in. One foot in church, one foot walking with Jesus, one foot in the world. What the world's saying, what you're buying into what the world says. And I'm telling you, that's not a way to live. I'm telling you, you need to trade that, those things away. This, it's so important because this is going to dictate the rest of your life. Because if you don't deal with this, if you just keep letting it pile, like, pile away, just, I don't want to deal with it, it's going to grow. Because sin grows. And sin, sin leads always to death. So what's that thing you need to surrender tonight? And if you're not Christian, and this is your first time here, I just want to let you know something, that one, you're loved. You're loved by God. And I don't know if, if that, if you don't believe that or not, but I just want to let you know that you're loved. Like seriously loved. Loved by the leaders. You're loved by Jesus. And we were just singing, and I, I just, honestly, I started tearing up. Because one of the lyrics that we were just singing, is, it says, the lamb was slain for the sins of the world. That God for so loved this world that he sent his only son and whoever believes in him shall not perish and have everlasting life. So God loves you. And so if you're just checking this thing out, if you're coming to church, I want you to do two things. I want you to come, which you're here, and I want you to see. 
Because today I want you to see what happens when you surrender some things to God. I just want you to come and see and see how good our God really is. And so we're going to look at the Bible because that's what we do. Um, And we're going to look at a conversation between a man and Jesus is having this conversation between a man and himself. And um, if you guys want to turn, you can turn to your phones. Go to Luke chapter 18. Um, you could text, you can do whatever, but I think you should <laughs> read the Bible. But we're going to look at Luke 18. This is passage, rich, young, ruler. That's what every lady wants is a man that's rich, man that's young, and the man that's ruling. All right, that went over like a lead balloon. All right, so Luke 18. <laughs> chapter Luke 18. Have it on the screens. All right. Luke 18 says, A certain ruler asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Some of you guys are asking that question tonight. But not in a way that you'll maybe always hear at church. We always say, Oh, do this and then you'll go to heaven. But some of you guys need life now. And I believe that when you say yes to Jesus, when you follow him, your life starts today. A new life starts today. So some of you guys are asking, how can I receive this eternal life? I'll show you that in a little bit. We'll get to it. Verse 19 says, So why do you call me good? Jesus answered. No one is good except for God alone. Verse 20. You know the commandments. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not murder. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony. Honor your mother and father father, mother. 21. All these things I have kept since I was a boy, the man said. So we kind of get a glimpse of what the young ruler is like. And this guy, we don't know his name, but we see from that, he's, he kind of knows it. Like he kind of knows the rules. He kind of knows his Bible. And what that kind of relates to us today is kind of like us. Majority of you Go to SCS. Majority of you have heard the gospel. Majority of you know your Bible, know God. And, and this is kind of you tonight. You know things. You know, yeah, you've heard it before. For, do this, do that. But if you keep reading the story, I pray that you don't do what the rich young ruler did. So chapter, uh, verse 22 says, When Jesus heard this, he said to him, You still lack one thing. Sell everything you have, Give it to the poor, and you'll have treasure in heaven. And then come follow me. So what is he saying there? Jesus always looks at the heart. Jesus always looks at the heart. He knows, yeah, he's got the list. He's checked it all off. He's gone to church. He's been a nice person. He's done everything right except for one thing. And tonight, what's your one thing? Is it that sin that I mentioned? Is it that thing that's haunting you? Is it that addiction, that struggle? What is it? What's that one thing? Because Jesus goes through that one thing. Do you know why? Because he wants your everything. So he knows this guy's one thing, and he says, sell everything you have and give it to the poor. That's not, we don't have to do that as Christians today. But the point of the, the, what Jesus is saying, he knew it, that one thing for that person. And what that thing was is money. He put his identity, he put his worth, he put his everything on that one thing. And Jesus knew that, so he spoke against it. He spoke to it. Because he knew that that was, that was the thing. That was that one thing. And so you will have treasure in heaven, come and then come follow me. And then verse 23 says, when he heard this, 
he became very sad because he had a lot of money. He had a lot, a lot of money. And he put so much worth in that. He put so much time and energy and passion and meaning and purpose in money. And some of you guys are doing that today with your sin. The rich young ruler missed out on the life of Jesus because he rather wanted to keep his stuff. The man didn't understand that his life would actually be more secure with Jesus rather than his wealth. Because here's the deal, guys. Your life is temporary. Your life is temporary. Pleasure is temporary. Money's temporary. Instagram's temporary. The thing that you're striving for is temporary. This life is not that all that's left. And so, are you the rich young ruler tonight? Has God been continuing to asking you, hey, surrender this thing to you, to me? What's that thing that's holding you back? Will you surrender it to God? Will you trade for it? Will you trade for it? Will you surrender it? And trading, the concept of trading, like in the video, like I showed you guys, you get something in return. So it's not like you're just surrendering. It's not like you're just giving up these things. You're getting something in return. When you surrender, you're getting something in return. Sometimes Christians, we look at the, like, the world will say this, and people will probably tell this to you, that Christianity is all about, you can't do this, you can't do that. When I'm at work, that's, everyone hears me, and it's just like, oh, aunt, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this. But I tell them, there's something that you can do. And when you say yes to Jesus, you can do, you can have peace, you can have joy, you can have acceptance, you have all these things, which I'm going to get to in a little bit. Because you can, you can be in relationship with God. So don't look at this following Jesus like you can't do this, you can't do this. You can't, but there's a, there's, the reason why you can't is because God has something better. God has always had something better. God's always giving, wants to give you something better. Tonight, will you receive it? So what did, the miss, what did the, a ruler miss out on? A life with Jesus. And what do you miss out on when you don't give up your everything? You miss out on a life with Jesus. So, some of you guys have issues, and I want to talk about them. Some of you guys have things, and I want to go through them. Some of you guys have depression. And when you trade your depression away, what happens? Is you get joy. You trade your depression. You surrender your depression. doesn't matter how many times you surrender your depression, and you get joy. Now, here's going to be the problem with that. Some of you guys have said, oh, Ant, I've tried this so many times. I keep going to God, and it just doesn't seem like anything is working. A couple things I want to say to that. One, you can't base your faith on feelings and emotions. Two, from personal experience. When I say that, I know deep down inside I want that thing more than what God is offering. So what is that thing? And if that's depression... If you surrender your depression tonight, if you say, that's it, I'm done, I'm, I'm drawing the line in the sand, I'm getting rid of my depression, you're going to get joy. You're going to receive joy. John 15, 11 says that my joy, Jesus is saying this, that my joy may be in you and that your, that my, that your joy will be full. Like Jesus is joyful, Jesus is good, Jesus, he created joy, he wants to give that to you. 
He's giving it to you. Will you receive that when you let go of your depression? Romans 15, 13 says, May the God of hope fill you with joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. You see what you get when you lay that down, when you trade your depression. What about anxiety? When you have anxiety and it's just consuming you and you don't know what to do with it, when you trade your anxiety, what do you get? You get peace. Remind yourself, I get to surrender this. I'm going to get peace. Philippians 4 says, God gives you a peace that passes all understanding. So when trials and temptations come and life just plain out sucks, you'll have peace that passes all understanding. You go to different people, they'll tell you that. People who have done this, follow Jesus, surrender that area of their lives. They've received peace. Are you willing to receive it? Psalm 29.11 says, Lord, the Lord blesses his people with peace. He wants to bless you with peace. Some of you guys have fear that's haunting you. Don't know what it's like. You don't know what your future is going to look like. Some of you guys are struggling financially, and that's really fearful or different situations. And what you get when you trade your fear away, you get courage. God gives you courage. It doesn't make sense when you surrender that, and you have to make that decision. When you surrender that, you're going to get courage. He said that to Joshua. Some of you guys know that. He says, be strong and courageous. Because I will not leave you and I won't forsake you. Some of you guys have bitterness in your heart. You got beef with people. Joey talked about this last week and it was so good. If you want to listen to that, I recommend go listen to podcasts after this. But if you have beef with people and you have bitterness in your heart, and it might be real. And some of you guys have real issues like, like issues with family and stuff like that. And stuff you don't want to talk about and it's bitter and you're holding it against you and you don't want to give it up. And you don't want to surrender. You don't want to let it into the light. But what you get when you trade away your bitterness is you get forgiveness. For some reason, you start forgiving people and it's just the weight of that falls right off. Chains start to break and you get to forgive and you actually get to walk in freedom. Some of you guys are just empty. Like empty. You're walking around empty. Some of you guys are buying this lie. And I just want to let you know that the world says lies to you. The world promises something but never comes through. In anything. In culture. How they describe it. It's just worthless. And you guys are walking around empty. And you're trying to get filled. But you come up empty. But when you go to Jesus, when you go to him, when you surrender your life to Jesus, you get fulfillment. Emptiness for fulfillment. When you go to Jesus, you get fulfillment. When you are struggling with lust and it's consuming you and it's hard to overcome certain things. And I don't want to talk about this a lot because I could keep, because I could go on forever. But pretty much when you Surrender your lust and you surrender your porn addiction, you're going to be satisfied a whole lot more. That this overwhelming satisfaction will sweep over you and it doesn't make sense. And look, I've struggled with it. If you want to talk about it, you've got to let, if you're struggling with porn today, you've got to let it out in the light. Because a lot more people are struggling with it than you really think. We're all in this together. I'll be up here. I'd love to talk to you about it. But when you let it into the light, 
You start following Jesus. You get satisfied. That's the change. That's the exchange. Some of you guys are desperate for people's attention, for people to see how cool you are, for everyone to look at you. Because everyone wants, you just, you're just so prideful and everyone needs to point the fingers and you need that desperation. But when you trade your desperation away, you get acceptance. Because when you realize that God loved you this entire time and that what God says about you is so much more important than what the world says about you and then what people say about you that's meaningless and it's empty, you get accepted for who you are and you're loved. Some of you guys, like I said before, have this idea that the party life is it, man. And you just can't wait to start drinking. You can't wait to start doing different things and just, and you see people's Instagrams and you say, yo, that, they could do it. And I'm telling you right now, I've seen it in my own friends' lives, it's not a good life. That party life, if you exchange that, you surrender that, you're going to get an authentic life when you follow Jesus. Like, I, I just see the brokenness, and I'm glad I, I am where I'm at, I am at right now, like at Island Rock. If you guys don't know, I work at Island Rock. It's a great place. Um, and I just see brokenness in people's, and, and they just do things, man. And it breaks my heart that they buy lies, that they, that they think that a drink or a substance or anything would just get rid of the problem. But when they, after they do it, they realize that the thing is still there, that the problem is still there, that the issue is still there. Will you get an authentic life when you follow Jesus, when you surrender everything to him? If you want true freedom, because that's what you want, right? That's what everyone wants. Like, oh, I'm going to be 18, I'm going to be 21, I, I guess I'm free now, I'm free. True freedom comes from obedience. And that's so true in my life. If you want true freedom in this life, you obey what God says. Because here's the deal. If you think that scares you, if you think, oh, that's not fun or that's not cool, God created this life. He wants to give you good things. God created it. Wouldn't he know what's best? True freedom comes from obedience. And last point. Sin leads to death in all areas. Practically, man, like if you gossip, just, just talk about gossip for a second. If, if you're gossiping in somebody, you just love to talk about other people. You love to talk about other people's problems. You, you hear about this, you hear about that. You love to talk. It's just going to bring death in people's relationships. Sin leads to death. But I'm telling you guys, Jesus brings life. So if you're not a follower of Jesus, you're doing things I don't know, you're trying to do this, you're trying to do that, you know, realize it's not working. I'm telling you, it leads to death. That sin, that struggle, that whatever it is, it leads to death. But Jesus is willing to give you life. And you know what I've been talking about? I've been saying here and there. It's what, will you accept it? Because I don't, I don't believe God is, you know, talking to a few of you or speaking to a few of you. I think he's, He's, he's a God that loves and desires all to come to know him. So are you hearing him? And it's not this audible voice. It's not this like boom, boom, boom. And he whispers and he speaks of your heart. Are you listening? 
And some of you guys, you want to receive all this good stuff. You want to receive everything that I just mentioned. And you're asking the question, how do you do it? How do I receive all these things? And it's funny that Jesus talks about this a couple verses before he has that conversation with the young ruler. And he says in verses 16 and 17, he talks about this. Two things that we take from it. It says, come and receive. So let me talk about come. You just got to come as you are. You got to come as you're broken, with your brokenness. You don't have to try to be better or do things or try to make yourself look good because you're in church right now. You just got to come as you are. You got to come broken. You got to come needing hope, needing something greater than yourself. Confessing, realizing the brokenness, coming as you are. And then you just simply, as easy as it is, you receive it. Try, try receiving a gift. I'm actually, Kate, come up here. Ready? I want you, this is what I want you to do. I want you to try to, try to get, receive this gift I'm giving you. No, but try to do it. Don't take it, but you've got to try to do it. No, you're taking it. You've got to try to do it. Don't touch it, but try to do it. See how weird it is? All right, thank you, Kate. <laughs> Give it up for Kate. It sounded so good on drums tonight, too. You can't try to receive something when somebody's giving it to you. You just have to accept it. You could do two things. You can refuse it. Say, nah, I don't need it. Nah, I'm good. I don't need God. I'm good. I'll do my own thing. I'll live the way I want to. Or you can receive it. It's not this trying thing. It's are you going to receive it or are you going to reject it? And that choice is up to you. Just following, honestly, following Jesus is so worth it. We talk about this all the time. So the bottom line that I want to talk about, that I want to hit home with, is we trade up and get more of Jesus. Whatever that thing is, we get more of Jesus. And that's so good because Jesus brings life into situations. So what is that? What is the thing you're holding on to? What is that thing? Is it money? Is it popularity? Is it acceptance? Is it approval from other people? Because not, not enough Instagram likes is going to make you happy. Not enough this, not enough drugs, not enough sex, not enough relationships. None of it is going to make you really truly happy. So what is it? That man that we looked at dropped the ball because he missed out on a real life with Jesus. Because he didn't want to surrender that one thing. That one thing. So as Christians in this room, followers of Jesus, people who are all in it, man. I want you to surrender that one thing to him. Whatever that is. Make it worth it. And if, if you're not a follower of Jesus tonight, you need to surrender your life to him. And the way to do that, the way that this is honestly all possible, the way that we can receive something from God in general is because of Jesus. We sung about before, it's all because of Jesus. Because he got on that cross and made bridge that gap between God and us. He made that possible. So the only reason why we can receive something is because of Jesus on the cross. And when you realize that, and when you realize that your sin caused that gap, and you trust in Jesus, you get life, you get joy, you get peace. I'm not saying that your life is going to be amazing. I'm not going to say you're not going to have any problems anymore because that's not true. Jesus talked about that. Jesus says, in this world you have trouble, but here's what you can do. You could take heart. Because without him, 
I don't know how you can take heart because he's overcome the world. He's overcome the world. So you're going to trade up that thing that you're holding on to, telling you it's not worth it. Your life, it's not worth it. You only got one life. You don't have to figure it out tonight if you're not a Christian. But come, talk to us. Come and see. I just hope, like I said before, like I talked about before, I wanted you to come and see. Do you see what you get when you trust in Jesus, when you follow Jesus, when you say yes to Jesus, when you go all in with Jesus? You get life, joy, courage, hope, good things. God's a good God. He wants to give you good things. So will you receive it tonight? Will you surrender that part tonight? Stop letting it hold you down. Stop letting that one thing consume you. Let that thing go. Because when we trade up, we're telling you, we always, always get more of Jesus. And that's an amazing, authentic, real life. So let's pray. Dear Jesus, you're good and you love us. You love every single person in this room, no matter what they've done, no matter who they are, who they think they are, no matter how many lies they believe in, that you love them. And right now, you're a God that desires all to come to know you, to all to receive your gift, great gift. So some of us are struggling with different things, are struggling with sin and different issues. And we just don't want to give up. We don't want to trade up for it because we don't know what's on the other side. We're, un, we're fearful of the unknown. But when we trade up, we always, always get Jesus. So if you're not a follower of Jesus, you, you're not a Christian, and, and you just feel like something's different, something's happening inside of you, you feel like God's speaking to you right now, I pray that you don't reject that. That you simply say this, that maybe you are a real God. Maybe this is a real thing. Maybe you actually do love me. Love me for who I am. You love me so much, but you don't want me to stay the way I am because you love me that much. And so God, I realize that there's sin. I realize there's a distant gap. But Jesus made the way and you're offering eternal life. You're offering life to me. And today is the first day that I choose to accept it. I accept your gift of salvation. In Jesus' name, pray. Amen. Before we get into worship, what's that one thing? What is it? Start having that conversation between God. Because you want to settle this tonight. You don't want to leave those doors without either receiving it or rejecting it. So you guys can stand for worship.